Adventures in Dadland. It's uh, a spring break edition. Yeah. Spring, spring break as an adult sucks, incidentally. It's not nearly as fun as when you're a kid. To me. No, to dude, me. Yeah, I was just about to say ditto because I used to remember doing all sorts of weird stuff like being outside and throwing mud at things. That's about all I did. But I was outside right. a lot it for spring like break. <laughs> just threw mud at things. You were out there throwing mud at things. Oh, bro. No. We had this great place that was like a hill, a hillside that we would just go and hang out. And I felt like we were fighter pilots in space and I would just throw rocks and mud. It was like, I could spend days doing that when I was younger. Still? When I was younger. No, no, but still. Yeah, I know younger, but still. Like if, if let's say the house that's behind you in that weird corner yeah. moved out and they just made it into a dirt hill. Like, would you look at it? Maybe you wouldn't go out there because you're an adult, but would you look at the dirt hill and be like, man, I could go out there and throw some mud right now. Bro, I would look at it every morning while I have my cup, like my cup of coffee and like my hand on my hip, looking at it, thinking about better times. Would you ever go out there? Yeah, I would. Um, (laughs) We're leaving town this week. It's spring break time. You know, I, we got to start with, I was a little chippy to start off with, and it's my own personal it. I want you to know, it's not about you. It's not about you. I know, I know. But like the Zoom call rings on this computer, which is not my work computer. My work computer rings all the time. I was actually talking to longtime Adventures in Deadland listener Double A this week about this. Holla. When we first got into this pandemic time, and it's still like, look, the fact that I'm still working from home makes this still pandemic time. I know there's a debate about that, but it's still changed, right? Mm-hmm. And I used to love when we first got it, we were so amazed. We we're like, yeah, man, like the person that used to sit next to you at your desk, you can just call them on like your video chat immediately. Like you're mm-hmm. right there. And like people in the whole company, we can have video chats and it was new and novel. And now like, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> like everything rings all the time. Everything rings all the goddamn time. I got my, uh, just for work like our team's rings all the time. I mean, like people, instead of emailing or calling, will just like, because it's right there on your desktop and you're like, call gerbil. And like, there you are. And it's fun. And then it rings, it zooms. And then this one, and this is personal. I like this, but the discord rings, not only from, from my friend gerbil who has adventures (laughs) deadly on his mind, but my son plays games. So he rings, uh, it rings and his friends trying to invite him to parties. Like every time I turn on this computer, it shows me online. Apparently I've tried to fix it and take me offline, but he puts me back online so I can open this computer <laughs> podcast or whatever. And then all of a sudden I have a bunch of eight year olds trying to play Fortnite with me. Mm-hmm. And then you call with the zoom. Weirdly enough, when we talk on, we use signal cause we like our privacy. Um, it doesn't bother me with that. That's fine. But like anything that rings off a computer, it gives me like a negative Pavlov response. In fact, mm. so much so I switched the ringtone that my laptop, my work laptop, it has a different ring to it now because I thought maybe it would change. But Does it, it make it like, worse? Nah, it fills me with fury like all the time. <laughs> like, I'm like, why are you, what are you doing? And it carries over to this one. The only time this computer rings for me when you're trying to call me into the Zoom call so we can do the podcast. Mm-hmm. But like, it just starts ringing and it just, I, I see rage. Mm. 
maybe it's good i'm going out of town for a couple days yeah dude i mean spring break spring break 2022 is going to be your friend i mean you're fully i mean you own your own business you fully work at home but does that type of like constant contact bother you well so uh, i i was going to say like i have it set up differently within my company where if we're doing like a team's call yeah i'm not out of the blue calling somebody and most of the time I try to be respectful of everybody else's time because I, right now, most of the people that are working uh, with me are part-time because they're full-time moms. So like I have five people on my team, but they all are busy doing family things. So, you know, I tend to try to do the softer approach of sending an email or sending a note, like a chat through teams rather than just straight up calling being like, now your time is mine unless it's something important like a website being down and in which case when my team rings then i answer it but like i don't have i don't have like an abundance of people calling me i i wonder if it's like the cry the boy who cried wolf that's gotten me and the the boy is the company Mm. and i am the wolf (laughs) (laughs) they're calling you the wolf well no the problem is like they're always calling and at first you're like oh my god this is super important yeah. digital sales manager is calling me or whatever and i'm like yeah. pick it up maybe it's nothing like it's like if you rang the fire alarm every time you wanted everybody to go meet outside and say hi at some point <laughs> like you got to stop ringing the fire i don't know man maybe it's me it's just no dude that sounds super that sounds super stressful and honestly like i am very very cognizant that that can easily turn into what I become as an owner of a business because there are times that I just want to pick up the phone and call somebody to talk through what I think is an important issue, but may not be like actually an important issue. I try to think of that one meme where it's like people are, are sitting down and being like, could this have been an email? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> although, dude, I think that's right. And I think it's changed. It's different, too, because you have a team of five. Is it all women working for you except for you? Yes. Can we call it the harem, or is that it, it, no. like really offensive? Yeah, I can't say that. You're not even going to say it back to me, are you? Mm-mm. You don't even want the, that coming out of your mouth. That will not come out of my mouth. I won't make you do it, because I don't think that's the case. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I think it's different, too, because you work with five people, and I work with 50 people. Yeah. Any one of them could call me at any point about anything. And I'm like, Which is oh. wild. Like, why? Why do you well, need that in your think life? Think about dude. when you work back in the office, right? For the radio yeah. company and people would pop by your desk and say hi. Yeah. Or like lean over a, cu- a cubicle wall and be like gerbil. Blah, 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 blah. Right. But isn't All there a chat? Times, There's a chat function in, in Teams. So like you can like chat either. without it being dude, like a, without a ring. Set. I don't like texting. I, although I've gotten pretty good about texting back and forth with you. I, I am much more of a talker than I'm a texter. dude. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of people are like that. Yes. People could chat. And I do have chat threads too, which is fine. You know, if it's not mission, usually the digital millennials get it. Like if they're like, Hey, this is ready for approval. Make sure we get approval for this. And they'll just yeah. put it in the chat function. It's fine. But like, I don't know, man, maybe it's because everybody's working remote and they weren't used to doing it and they just need FaceTime. Maybe it's the nature of the job where you just kind of feel like a lone wolf anyway. Yeah. You, know what I'm, you know what I mean? It's just, uh, I think that's well, where sales, was- that's where sales kind of is. You know what I mean? You're, you're, even though you're backed by an entire team and you need to be sort of a bit of a quarterback with a lot of what you put in and how it happens and what's rolling out, 
you're still kind of on your own little island and to have people barrage you with all sorts of needs and wants and half of them not being super important, that would get, that would get old really fast. I think. Listen, if he's listening to this, I'm sorry, but we just hired a new guy and I went out of my way. (laughs) I went out of my way to be friendly because like, it's weird. I mean, we're only flexing in the office and people, I mean, it's very rare. You'll see more than like one person in the office. Yeah. And He's brand new. He doesn't know anybody. So I'm like, dude, that's got to be death. Imagine like coming into a workplace, you don't know anybody. And like, you never get to meet. There's nobody to meet. So like you're by yourself. So I ch- kind of put the olive branch out and I was like, yeah, man, this is what I do. The homies call me Colfax, like all these things. Mm-hmm. But now he calls me like once a day and I'm like, yo, this has to stop immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he wants to be your friend, man. I have to talk to Gerbil like three times a day. And then like, that's it. I got to talk to like business times. Like I can't be social. All my social interactions go to my friends and I don't need any new friends. <laughs> you texted me that one time. And I thought that was so funny. Sure, like, man. People I'm, trying to I'm, introduce full. Me. I'm full of friends. Uh, I people don't need trying to introduce me to people. And I'm like, no. Is there a monetary gain to us becoming friends? Because if not, like I have enough friends, man. I mean, Lightning's my latest friend. Yeah, dog. And I've never even met him in real life. We should, we should change that. But that's the line. Nobody passed that. And that's because he was your friend. Like, I just, by association. We have neighbors that just moved in. And I know we're way off of Adventures of Dadland. But, like, there's these people that move, like, across the street two houses up. And I know it's weird because you know none of your neighbors, but like I know all my neighbors, man. And like I don't know these people. And like I see them stand there and I'm like, should I go say what's up? And then I don't. And something changed me because old Colfax would do that. Like instantly, like, hey man, what's going on? Welcome. But now I'm just like, you give them the net, the nod, and you keep on rolling. Dude. Would you like, have done the uh the fake run across the street to go say hey to them? Do you no, do that's that? That's weird. Nope. Do you do that? Sometimes right now on the video, it's good. Yeah. The fake run across the, the street. fake, you know, where you're like, you're not really running across the street, but you make it look like you're trying to hustle. Yeah. Um, Somebody yeah. did that to me, actually. One of our, one of our neighbors, um, right when we moved in and it was bad timing because I was like, I had a couch in my hands. You know what I mean? Like not the right time, but they did the fake run across the street to introduce themselves to me. And I was like sweating and it was hot and I had a couch and I was trying to get it into a, a doorway that was a little too small for the couch. Like, I mean, it was a bad situation and I had to like stand there for a minute to, for him to introduce himself to me. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to remember your name. And then I like moved on. Yeah. Prob- that's actually might be the reason why none of the neighbors, I know none of the neighbors, maybe that story got around and they're like, don't talk to this guy. He's an ass. And he just stands <laughs> on that mound of dirt, throwing mud at people all day. Like, don't talk. You're like Gilbert. Did you see the movie Gilbert Grape? Yeah, dude, that's a great movie. You know what I watched the other night? We're going to get this back to kids. I watched Napoleon Dynamite the other night. With okay. My daughter. And she was like, what is wrong with this movie? Like, literally, she was like, what is the plot of this movie? What is she spent half the movie and I didn't, I didn't have the answer for it. She was like, what time period is this movie from? And I'm like, I don't really know. And she's like, cause the music is from the eighties, but they have a backstreet song, backstreet boy song from the two thousands, but they dress like uncle Rico and Napoleon dress like they're from the seventies. Like she's like, there's a weird time mix going on. I was like, you know, I don't know, but they liked it. They thought Napoleon dynamite was great. They were uh, in, my daughter was into it. I was like, we'll watch it again. And then we'll watch it a third time so you know all the lines. 
and then we can laugh about things like we can get t-shirts that say vote for pedro it'll be very Dude, i loved those t-shirts when everybody was wearing those yeah i know it was easier time i put that on twitter i said life was easier when the only thing you had to do to be cool was wear a vote for pedro t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> everything's complicated um you know one of the things that i think i've gotten and it, it's it's I'm good with people, but now I'm less with people. I've always found that I'm pretty good at interacting mm. and, and, and acting in public and being able to act with that. And I really try to impress that on my kids. You know, <laughs> how to act in public. It's an and important, it, it's an important thing, man. Let's yeah, be but it's, it's varying degrees of success. And we'll get to that coming up next adventures in Dadland. So your kids, let's, let's just rub off this. Your kids, <laughs> And acting in public. It is right now terrible. And I have to imagine it's because they just didn't get a lot of social time in the past like year and a half with being out and about. But every time we go somewhere, every time, it is pain. And I put myself through that pain now because we need to we need to right this ship. I mean, they are just like it is an example it's like behavior or is this like toward other people no 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 no. it's they're 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 respectful to other people but like here's an example i texted you the other day that we went to uh get sushi right and we were walking into the restaurant and it was like a little hallway as you kind of like walk past all the people kind of making the sushi and my son decides to run past the hostess who's seating us to knee slide on the restaurant floor into like some tables basically. And he didn't like crash into anything, but like that's not normal behavior. And then when I was like telling him to stop, he immediately like sat down at the table that we were sitting at and then like really loudly was like, I need to be on your phone. (laughs) I mean, he was just like, it was just like one after the other trying to just like get through this interaction at a place and it just did. I mean, it didn't stop. Like he was just, they were being loud. You know, we were not being patient about like the food, like we had ordered. And then two seconds later, they were like being really loud, being like, where's the chicken? Like, I mean, it was, it, it's a lot all at once. And I think it's because it is a lot all at once being out in public again from not being out in public for a long time. But that's every really, time, dude, every time it's pain. Now that's valid. Because it would be easy to criticize your parenting skills right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I think that's a valid point that like your kids had two years where they didn't go out into public. Mm-hmm. So there's something there. Was was he wearing his Spider-Man costume? I He really wanted to. And I told him, it, like, I was back and forth on that. I almost let him. Because there's like a time when all of a sudden that's like, it goes from like, oh, that's kind of cute to what is this, you know, older kid doing? Napoleon Dynamite is what you're thinking of, you know? <laughs> you wear a Liger t-shirt. Have you watched that movie? I keep. I love that movie. Dude, I okay. love that movie. Yeah, at, at some point, the Liger t-shirt goes from like, I get it, cute kid to like, whoa. And you gotta, you gotta have that. Like, I, you know, I try to think back at like, you know, kids that I was growing up. I wasn't really a costume wearer outside of like holidays or, you know, times that it would be appropriate, like being in theater or whatever. But there was a lot of my friends that did that, you know, as I was growing up and I was trying to think of like what age that was. I mean, he's in first grade, so I think that that's fine. But also because it was just an added thing and I knew it was going to be painful to be out 
at this restaurant. I figured not having him dressed as Spider-Man would be helpful because then he wouldn't feel like he was Spider-Man trying to like climb on things. Oh, oh. The other day we were walking through a parking lot <laughs> and there was like, you know, those lights that go right in the middle of the parking lot to like, you know, shine light at nighttime. I mean, he started climbing that and it was like right by where cars drive. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> what did he say? He's like, I'm climbing the light. I was like, yeah, you can't do that. And then it was like a little back and forth. And then I had Did to he like, say because I'm Spider-Man? Because I hate. No, 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 no. It wasn't. Okay, it wasn't. If he wasn't like, wearing Spider-Man. If he's like, I'm climbing this because I'm Spider-Man. I'm going to have to recommend that you destroy the Spider-Man costume because now it's <laughs> too far. Like if he's trying to identify. Let me. Dude, I, that's challenging, man. Like I, it sounds like it's time to. Set those boundaries. Mm. And the it's going to be painful because they had two years. Where they just sat at home throwing rocks at each other, whatever they're doing at your house, yeah. ma'am. But like it's you know, you have to set those boundaries. Cause yeah. here's the thing, man, like you want your kids to be their own self mm-hmm. and be like do their thing and enjoy their childhood, right? Right. Their job but is also, to play right now. So like I understand but, that. But when you bring them out, you have a responsibility as a parent. Other people interacting with your kids, the oh, they're just kids. Mm-hmm. They there's a limit on that. There's Absolutely. a hard limit on that. Like you go to a restaurant and there's a baby crime and bad people get mad about it. Right. But normal people are like, well, babies cry. Like that's part of the jam, you know, like that sucks and it's loud, but like, what am I supposed to do now? If the parent just leaves, sits in the restaurant for an hour and the baby cries. That's yeah. You got to do something. They try to do something about that. Yeah. So, and the kids are the same way. Like at right. some point, like you have to put the line down and be like, mm-hmm. yo, like this is the way we act in public. Cause I think, I mean, does he do it in school? No, no, no. See? We, and that's the thing is like he, but, but see, then there's the added, there's the added difficulty. My daughter isn't in school yet. Right. She's not in, you know, She's not old enough to be in school. So she's like walking around meowing, expecting us to know what that means. Like they play off of each other. And I think that my son, from all I can tell from talking to his teacher, my son does extremely well at school. And then he kind of like lets off steam when he's home. So then when we go to school and then all of a sudden, like we try to do something after where he has to continue to listen. Like, it's just extra, right? It's just extra. And I know, like, like you said, it's a balance, right? Like let them be a kid, but then also this is how people usually act when we're in public. Like that's why we're going out there. (laughs) You can't learn that until you're in there. Yeah. yeah, You have, dude, that's a tough battle. And also yours are a lot younger than mine. So I I have one of those things, we've talked about this before when we talked about like, finding a bottle on a shelf and you're like mm-hmm. gross it's like a year old and i forgot about that because it's so far in the past and you have too yeah. like these challenges you're going through i have blocked out of my memory because mm-hmm. they were painful but at some point i mean i know i left a restaurant once with one of my kids because they couldn't act mm-hmm. ironically and we don't have to get down on this he was eating sugar packets and i was like <laughs> you can't do that you can't do that and he was like it's gonna be fine and i was like no man you're not going to eat dinner. It's going to make you sick. It's going to make you all wound up. Like you cannot do that. And he's like, I am. And I'm like, well, then we're gone. Mm-hmm. And everybody looked at me. I was crazy. I was like, get in the car. Cause we had two cars. I was like, get in the car. And then we bounced. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't get dinner now out. Yeah. You get, to home, get home dinner now, dude. And it's tough because inevitably you're going to have to be the bad guy, which sucks as a parent because you're doing the right thing. Right. That's, 
we can make that a subtext of our uh, podcast. The hard thing about parenting kids are sometimes that it's sucking to be you because you have to do the right thing. Right. You have to make the right choice, you know, and there's no easy way to fix that, you know, mm-hmm. like whether it's like making kids go to something they don't want to go to happens all the time, all the mm-hmm. time, my damn life, you know, yeah. or like, hey, you can't do this because it's dangerous. You can't hang out with this person because they're not great for you. You can't do this activity like we're unfortunately and I try and enable my kids and let them do. I mean, I let my son stream Fortnite on Twitch for Christ's sakes. Yeah. Right. I try and enable and let him do everything he wants to do. But like the the hard part is I have to say no. That's mm-hmm. part of being a parent. I have to set that boundary and be like, yo, I want you to be yourself and I want you to have your own identity and I want you to dance with a sundress in the flowers in the spring and <laughs> be full of joy. But you must do it in this box that I have created for you. Yeah. Because I am the adult. Mm-hmm. And it's tough, dude. I don't know. I mean, I guess you're doing the right thing. You just keep taking them out places. And well, there's there's boundaries. It, you know? I mean, yeah. like like another time kind of just recently was we went to, you know, a store and we were walking around. And the whole point, dude, the whole point of going to the store was to kind of get them a treat because they were really good at this other thing that we did where we kind of made them go. And they were being so awful in the store, just not listening to us. We almost just left the cart of stuff that we were buying should've for did. them there. I mean, I'm not trying to backseat. No, it, it was, it was, it was, it was kind of at the cusp. Line. Like they were, it wasn't like they were being deliberately not listening, but then they kind of were in some circuit. Like it was, it was a weird balance. And I was, I would, I threw my hands up. I was like, I'm about to leave the card here. And then all of a sudden, every like everything kind of went in line. <laughs> I have found, and this is not a catch-all case, dude. I have found, for whatever it's worth, like the minute you deny something, mm-hmm. whether it be a thing, a treat, an activity, a place they want to go, the minute you follow through and deny it because of their actions, that sets that line in stone. Well, and part it's of not, the reason, the yeah, part, part of the part of the reason that it, it corrected itself when I said that was because like just maybe two or three hours beforehand, like, okay. So, so let me paint the whole picture. So my son got an award at school for being really, really good. Like there's a specific award that he gets that not anybody really gets. It's like a once a week kind of a thing for all the kids. And he got it this last week. So he was really good in school. So we were going to give him a treat for that. He wasn't listening while we were out and about. So we took Fortnite away. So he didn't get to play Fortnite all weekend. And I was ready to take the treats away too, because they weren't listening in the same sort of, like we went from not listening to there to like, we were going to turn around and then not even go to the store. And then we were like, well, okay, we did say we'd get you a treat for being good at school. And we want to, we want to treat that, but this behavior, no. So we took away Fortnite, giving him a treat for this thing. We were at the store and he was kind of lamenting the fact that he couldn't play Fortnite, continuing to ask about, why can't I play Fortnite? Can I earn it back? This thing. And I was like, you asked me one more time and we're leaving everything here and you're not even getting a treat. And then that, the then, then that, boop, that kind of like it realigned everything. Like the That's stars. confusing to me though. And I'm a grown man. I think you just got Life is not straightforward, man. It's gotta be, dude. Listen, I, the other day, just the other day, he's in there. He was, in there. <laughs> he was playing Fortnite 15 minutes ago. And he was like, I'm trying to get a victory round. I'm like, mm-hmm. get out of here right now. And he's like, I don't feel well. And I was like, cool. The couch is calling you, baby. Like, let's go. I got a podcast with John. <laughs> Dude, and I don't know what to do because I'm not there. At, look, and I'm not trying to, again, like question because you're a great parent. You and your wife are great parents. But Thanks, like, man. I found that like, sometimes you got to hammer. You just got to put the wall up, dude. You know, mm-hmm. like sometimes you got to build the wall. 
you're like, this is what it is. It's going to be bad. You know, like I, I take friends away. There's next door neighbor kid. He likes playing in the past. He likes playing a lot with my son and my son did something bad. And that kid rang the doorbell five feet from here. Right. My son was right here. I opened the door and the kid was like, can you come out and play? And I'm like, nope. And they all looked at me. And I was like, he decided to make some choices that weren't right. So now he can't do it. And I said, but if you want to play in front of the window so he can watch you play outside, that's okay. <laughs> and everybody was mad at me, dude. Everybody. I, it's tough, dude. But I don't know those situations. You know what I mean? One thing I've learned with my son anyway is we limit sugar. <laughs> I just, like, the more sugar in him, the more he's going to ramp up. You know what mm. I mean? So, like, when we get, like, a, go out to dinner, right? Like, yeah. he won't get anything. He'll water and then maybe, maybe, like if it's a weekend and he's been doing good, like maybe after his meal is halfway done, if he still wants it, like maybe he gets a Sprite. But I found like sugaring them up and then asking them to sit like in a chair mm. is not a great plan because they don't want to. They're full of energy and want to like climb out. So I won't let him roll with like soda or anything like that. I won't let him have any sugar before they do that because it's by nature, like restaurant, usually restaurant analogy, like sitting in a chair at a restaurant is not, natural for a child they don't yeah. want to do that they want to go do stuff so you just kind of i don't know man prevent and i absolutely pump my kids full of sugar when we're out and about man like the sugar packet thing my daughter I, will grab a sugar go, packet as soon as we sit down you should tell the people about that yeah because I, I wasn't gonna say but yeah you, you're you let your kids eat sugar right out of the like the, the, the bowl yeah like the yeah bowl, the, the packet bowl the packet the pa candy. yeah they they get a packet they get one real sugar they wanted the blue one like the the fake sugar stuff and i let them try it once and then they hated it they get one real sugar and then that's it for while we're out and about but every once in a while like we have a sonic just down the road i'll be like hey you guys want to slush with some nerds in it and so we'll go get that and one time i didn't even think about it the kids were just exhausted because we went out to the the playground and they were playing for like three hours and we were in the car and they were like really dragging and I was just trying to make it an experience, you know, it was a weekend. So I got them a, a slush and then all of a sudden we get home and they are just bouncing off of the walls in, in our house. And I was like, man, look at all this energy these guys have. <laughs> I wonder where that came from. Where did that come from, man? Well, look, you guys retired a second ago. Uh, maybe sugar packets is not a great play. Like when they sit down, if you want to keep them in line, but I don't know. I don't know how you're crazy. I would never, I don't even let my kid have like, I mean, like, I don't even sniff it, dude. Like, I'm like, you better stay away. You better drink only water now like because but i know that's the way he is my daughter could drink a mountain dew and a red bull before we went to dinner and she'd be fine she's a little older but she would be fine she would just mm. sit there and do her thing so again it's kid and age appropriate you know like i i get it, it, it is what it is but if i was gonna throw it out there maybe if they won't stay at the table stop feeding them sugar would be good it, maybe the sugar's a true. reward dude instead of like paying for dessert you can frugally I'm going to make fun of you for it, but like you can frugally have them eat dinner. And then like when the wait waiter is like, Hey, Mr. Gerbil, we've got like a pineapple upside down cake for dessert. If you like to split with your family and you can say, no, sir, my children will have a sugar packet and we will take the check now. <laughs> if I said it like that, I would be so happy. Yeah. It's weird. They won't judge you. It'd be great. I want no, to be awesome. When it happens. You got to call me when it happens. So I can stand at a table next to you and I'll stand up and be like, Bravo. <laughs> Bravo, sir. sir. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's tough. I think you're doing the right thing. Taking them out to like small little 
adventures. You know what I yeah. mean? Because it's a learned behavior. If we want, we can bring out your son and my son. Oh, we should. Because my son can act in public. Mm. He knows. Like, I put him on an elevator once by himself mm. and made him ride it until he quieted down. Really? No, that's not true. I think that's child abuse. But, like, I'm <laughs> not afraid. <laughs> I was, Even like, not, thinking to myself, like, how does that work? I'm not afraid to time somebody out in public. Let me tell you, time out in public is serious business. You think a time out at home works? If we're in a restaurant, I'm like, yo, you're about to have to go sit in the foyer for eight minutes. And that, because then they see like the hostess, and these other people, and there's like mm-hmm. a social pressure. I don't know, man, but we can go out. And then I'll tell my son, I'm like, hey, make sure that little gerbil acts right. And then we that's should. all we'll have to do. I think that'd be, be great. Like, well, because the, no, dude, kids feed off of each other. So like if he sees your son acting right he will but then to be honest the risk of my son deciding to act out because your son's acting out is equal 50 50 shot there it's true they so they feed off of each other i mean that's the thing right you go either way. well dude you're my, doing fine my son starts doing a cartwheel in the middle of the restaurant do you nah. think yours would do that nope he or would he do like the he'd be like the no, he wouldn't do that, but he certainly <laughs> would know not to do a cartwheel in a restaurant. He he would know that that would lead to, to something bad. That would lead to a lot of non-Fortnite for him, which is <laughs> funny because Fortnite's the great enabler and also sure like the great punishment. Yeah, he knows that if he did a cartwheel in a restaurant, that would be heavily repercussed in, in situations for him. Um, we're, um, yeah, he he's excited because apparently you can't build now. I know we did oh, video yeah. games last week. And the week before, but he has been obsessed. And I like that, like, it's funny. This is our little ending light note. Uh, he'll be playing, and all of a sudden, like, I'll see Gerbil's, like, internet name pop up in, like, the lobby. And I always text Gerbil. I'm like, is that you or your son? Because I have to know. Like, because they'll just join in. And all of a sudden, like, I'll see my son's running around with maybe one of his buddies. And it's either you or it's your son. And like, I always try and figure out who is running around but i like that see your little online friends they play together they do it's great well that's our episode for today if you have any tips on how to keep kids in control or tips on how to make me less jumpy about my laptop ringing all the time we welcome any feedback comments questions concerns you can follow me on all the socials it's at hey colfax follow me gerbil g3 rbil and uh, like and subscribe to the podcast we think you're awesome adventures to death and bye Adventures in Dadland.